0: Alright, good evening everyone and welcome inside the 360 Sports Show. We are coming to you live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. I am Adam Pizzelli. he is Christian Lauber, and you can join us anytime in the comment section of those live streams. Christian, it is once again due to, we'll just say, life, been a minute. So, how are we? Uh, We last spoke two weeks ago. Uh, Two weeks of things have happened not like anything happened, right, since we signed off. Oh, except, you know, Emeo Doka is not coaching the Celtics. Uh, the Patriots are starting a rookie quarterback. Uh, we have uh, breaking controversies uh, in professional uh, sports leagues. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, no, nothing much to, to talk uh, about, right? <clears> of <throat> the list goes on. Yeah, the beat goes
1: on. But, hey, you know what? This means sports are back, so that's good. Yes, I say uh, back from the dead of summer. That
0: is from the, the the dead of summer. Uh, a sport which uh, I think uh, <sighs> should we put that? Should we just put that sport where it belongs, or do we think we should uh, talk postseason about that sport at some point?
1: Well, I mean, postseason is coming up, so mm. that's pretty. Uh, postseason baseball is much better than regular seasons. So okay, so
0: we won't do that. Much better. Just I mean, yet.
1: They're, 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 and Aaron Judge, that whole thing as well. So,
0: um, so we do want to talk about games in the NFL. Um, but before we do that, I, I do want to talk about the, the most recent thing. And what I think is, is a really, honestly, a big deal is the situation with Tua Tagovailoa, which was playing on a Sunday, sustaining a concussion, playing Thursday, suffering another concussion and not just listen all concussions are bad like take it from somebody who's had concussions like even a mild one like you realize like what it does to you and when you come out of that fog you you realize like oh wow yeah like I was not right you think you're fine but then you realize like wow yeah I, I it's impairing not to mention when guys have the serious ones and what we saw on Thursday night was scary. Now, they the, the they dressed him up in a stretcher like he had a neck injury or a back injury. I'm sorry. When guy is stuck on the ground with his hand, that is next-level brain trauma. He should not have been on the field for that game. I know they're already talking about revising the COVID, uh, COVID uh, the concussion protocols, um, They have to quickly, because guess what? And that independent person who's supposed to be up there spotting and all that stuff. The process is going to be improved because the point is to protect players, not find loopholes, not have a guy have a concussion on Sunday, play on Thursday, because that's literally gambling with somebody's life. Scary. Screwed up. All the above. Hope Tua winds up fine. Like just healthy. Forget career healthy and that this saves the NFL from something worse which would be somebody having you know like something life threatening which honestly frankly this kind of is and kind of almost could have been so horrible look for everyone nothing positive other than hopefully something changes i mean uh, it's, it's more of a horrible
1: look for the dolphins i guess kind of for throwing them out there under um, I don't mean to say I guess, but it's really the consultant there that the NFL hires who was already fired by the way, because of the mistake that he obviously made that clearing this guy to play when he should not have been in the game. Uh, but it, it's just most glaring on the NFL. How long have we had these issues now? The junior sale stuff and all these guys that have come out and uh, call it the last 10 years more so than, than obviously the first 10 that, you know, Brady was here in the first in the last decade, but uh, it's it's glaring on the NFL and the NFLPA has already fired this doctor consultant, whatever you want to call it. So obviously that's not a good look. Uh, hopefully it's a one-off. I don't think we've really seen much of this this type of situation in recent history, which is good. Uh, but this is a bad one. And now I would I would guess two is probably going to be out for at least four to six weeks. I would think. Yep. Uh, but we've seen in sports here. You want to go? I, I can go all the way back to Patrice Bergeron getting boarded along the boards back in whatever it was, oh three maybe, and he was out for a year, two years. So this stuff can happen, especially repeated. don't even go that far, as it's far back. Same just...
0: sport, Mark Savard, career over.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and, I mean, and,
0: and quality that... of life, kind of well, over. Sure, yeah. You know, that, it's... that
1: that is also the the main issue is the quality of life, not not necessarily getting back out there on the field, ice, whatever. Um But it's the quality of life afterwards. Like you, I mean, it's the same thing. I'll bring it up again. It's Junior Seau. Remind me of a couple others. There's there's a number of guys that have had these issues post, not only during play but post play. And we've seen it. And they've tried to fix this stuff here in more recent history because of those examples. Uh, And this is just, it's bringing it all back on the NFL. It's a terrible look. And uh, yeah, they're gonna have to do something here fast.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I'll say this. It it has already had uh, an effect. Just this past Sunday, sure. there was, it had to be at least a dozen uh, players uh, who got benched in games because of concussion protocols. Yeah, Brian
1: Hoyer was one of them.
0: Brian Hoyer is one of them. Um,
1: I think there was two. In Tyrod
0: there. Taylor, right, I think. Um, that guy, I just can't. Can, can't catch a break. Can cannot only catches breaks actually. Um not in a good way. Let's see. There was a list. Uh There was a whole list somewhere. I saw them. But there there was at least a dozen of them. Um in 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 that game. Uh I mean in just the Patriots game, you had Brian Hoyer and Adrian Amos go down, you know, Amos for the Packers. Like <laughs> So this is going to have a ripple effect. There's going to be a little bit more of a closer look taken at, at, at all this stuff and the spotlight's going to be on it. And hopefully it, you know, there's a lot of things that the league does in the name of oh, player safety. You know, let's change the plays, let's change the rules, blah blah blah. The game itself is dangerous. Um so focus on this. If somebody doesn't look right, take them off the field. That's player safety. Tinkering with all the other stuff, you know, nobody's going to want to see the reaction to this be like, we'll see, this is why we should change the kickoff return. No! <laughs> if the guys get hurt, take them off the field. And keep them off the field when it's stuff to do with the head. So, we'll see. The NFL usually finds a way to bungle this stuff up anyway. So far, this seems to be a pretty swift clean reaction to this but uh and and, and I don't see I, I correct me if I'm wrong Christian I haven't seen anyone anywhere like come to the defense of that you know the doctor or anything that I'll, I mean no I mean if, frankly if... everyone was just shocked that Tua was playing in the game
1: yeah, I mean, if anybody's coming to the defense of that doctor of the NFL, what, whatever side you want to be in defending the whole situation, I think you're just a Twitter troll at that point because uh, in, in no way is it a situation that you would be defending after what happened.
0: Yep. So, um, speaking, we spoke about uh, the New England Patriots. Uh, one and three now. Uh, in the re- interim, since we last spoke to you, uh, tough loss at home to the Baltimore Ravens in which you lose the game and you lose your starting quarterback. As we said, Kevin's Brian game. Hoyer starts yesterday, uh, goes out pretty early in that game, and Bailey Zappi uh, leads you the rest of the way. I have pretty much nothing, nothing to complain about out of yesterday. I'm not going to complain.
1: I'll find something.
0: I know you will. You'll complain for the both of us. I am going to nitpick one thing. And that is the final Patriots drive in overtime. Which was you had first and 10 from the Packer 49. And the Patriots played not to lose, which I got them doing last year at times with Mac Jones. You know, keeping the, you know, holding the reins tight. Hey, we care more about him making the right plays and learning the system and progressing we don't need him going out there and gunslinging and making mistakes um which honestly it's like why not anyways like early on um but i understood the rationale of kind of protect the kid you got your third string quarterback you were a double digit underdog you're on the road you got to overtime at the 49 yard line just let the kid throw run it on first down and then pass on second and third down don't go run run pass and then punt away like, let I, I would have liked to have seen them actually give Zappy the chance to to sling it. He throws a pick, and you lose the game. Oh well, you sh- you, you by all rights shouldn't have even been in that game. Um, your defense played good enough uh, to give you a chance. You know, Aaron Rodgers at the end made Aaron Rodgers plays that you just tipped the cap. But you found yourself in a position to be two and two after a really honestly like terrible start to the season. And I would have just been aggressive there. Heck, I would have even gone for it on fourth and five. Who cares? You you knew. You punt it back to Aaron Rodgers. He's going to go down the field. And all he needs is a field goal. It's not keep him out of the end zone. It's all he needs is a field goal. So, I don't know. That's my only nitpick. I, I'm not going to complain about other play calling and other things out of that game. I actually enjoyed the game because it was a good game. And because of the story with Zappy, I hope he's starting the rest of the way as long as Mac Jones is out. Um, that's my only pick. First and ten at the forty-nine. Be aggressive with on the road with your third-string quarterback. Who cares?
1: Yeah, and to and to that point, that's where I'm at too. Is like you're in this game where you probably shouldn't be. Without the pick six from the defense, you're really not in the game. And Rogers is pretty much dicing you up in the second half. He was really good in the second half yesterday. And you're at the forty-nine. All you need is a field goal here. Green Bay has already possessed the ball, forty nine yard line, first and ten. Go win the ball game. Instead, you, Nah, we don't really, we don't want to give them great field position as opposed to we're gonna take over then take this take the win. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things, and especially when I hear Bill after the game just fawning over Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron is just so good. He's he just made so many great plays. He's just a great player. So why didn't you go try to beat him then?
0: Yeah, understand that you're the underdog.
1: Yeah. And understand this, I the
0: situation.
1: I, I knew this team was going to be where they are right now. I figured they would be, especially after I saw what, what happened in camp. Um, but, but when I look at the offense and stuff, I see some talent there. I still don't understand why little Jordan Humphrey, who I like, is a decent player, is getting way more snaps than Kendrick Bourne. Don't understand that one. Uh, that pisses me off week in, week out. Because the guy comes in for one play at a time and makes a play, and yeah. then he goes and sits down for the rest of the game. So it's just that stuff is maddening. Um, I would have liked to see them just like Zappy, just throw it a couple times, sling it. He had a couple good throws. And my only nitpick, I know everybody loves the moral victories, and if you don't, if you don't have them having a moral victory this weekend, you're an idiot because they just played so well and they shouldn't have been in the game. Well, sorry, but you're one in three, and here we go again under 500 this season.
0: Winning winning the game with your third string quarterback would have been a moral victory. Like, victory. A, a, a straight up victory, but a moral victory because of the circumstance. Sure. I, anybody who had any question, I mean, I said I thought that Zappy should have started that game anyways. We know what Brian Hoyer is. As soon as he got in the game, did, did anything out the way he played? Talk about that. You're a rookie. Getting your first taste of NFL, like true NFL action, is on the road in Lambeau Field versus Aaron Rodgers. That kid earned his stripes, in my opinion, to be able to like he. They should just start him the rest of the night. We know what Brian Hoyer is. He's a career backup quarterback. Also, he's he he has a 17 game losing streak. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So Still, I'd, like- I'd 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 rather see what Zappi has to offer. And some people say, well, what if he's just not ready? You know what? He looked ready. He looked ready enough to go out there and execute a conservative game plan. And probably have he has better arm talent than Hoyer anyways. The only thing you could say is like maybe late in the game you know, hey, he doesn't have the full playbook at his disposal. So that there's a limitation there. Um, guess what? You can draw it up. You can you can call time out and say, listen, third and five Uh, you know Maybe he doesn't know. You know, there's not. It's there's not a play to call. the The play we want to call. He like doesn't understand this. Co- Guess what? Just be like, hey, line up in this formation. Slant, post, post, flat route. Like just draw it up. Put it in the dirt. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can go yeah, out there you know. for one play and and, and make it happen uh, with that guy. I'm just uh, so today, I'd though. rather see him the rest of the way.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, either way, they're going to lose every game pretty much, but I, I just think it, it, it's it's just maddening to hear today that everybody thinks they should have a, a moral victory and the the Patriots have stooped so low that everybody is giving them a moral victory when they're one and three and on their way to another under 500 season and Mac Jones looks like he's taking a huge step back. The coaching stinks Uh so, I, I don't know. I guess they've just – the the Patriots are the Detroit Lions now. That's what it feels like because – Nah, it's not that bad. There is – um it, it's 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 going to get there because they – Bill is stuck in his ways, it looks like, because he just he, – he can't get out of his own way anymore. I mean, they're not winning games post-Tom Brady, and there's no plan. The plan yeah. is Mac Jones, I guess, and we don't even know if he can play yet.
0: Well, so that's, that's going to be the issue here, right? Like, I want to uh, – do we both agree – no more Brian Hoyer. Like, Zappi should just be the guy here until Mac's back.
1: Yeah, I like Brian Hoyer for a guy who can help a another guy on the bench not to go in and start. So Exactly. I, I don't care if it's Joe Schmo or uh, Billy Zappi. Get another younger guy in there, sure.
0: So I'll so Z- Zap, Zappi the rest of the way. Um, This is the thing. Like you said, you want to see development and progression. And I think if you had gotten to two and two... Uh, now in makeup land here where Mac Jones is healthy, if you had found a way to be two and two, Hey, you can, you can have these growing pains and keep and find a way to get through. Now you're gonna have a stretch of winnable games and you kind of set yourself up at least to have a shot. Um, one and three now is going to make it awfully difficult. You don't have your starting quarterback. So forget just about managing this season and say, trying to have this year be anything successful. Uh, you're without your starting quarterback for a significant period of time. And, like, so now it becomes about, like, next year. Well. Yeah, already you, four you, games in. You spent a lot of money to get this team, both with what you spent in free agency a year ago and then this year. And you kind of, like, you're in a middle. So, like I, like I said, the, the Detroit Lions are usually just, like, in total blow up tank mode. The Patriots will never do that. So they're kind of in this, like, middle spot where they invested money to be competitive. I think just because the Crafts didn't want to have another losing season uh, after Tom Brady. But then it's like you invested in a team that wasn't ready to go win a Super Bowl. So you spent a lot of money to get pieces then get a rookie quarterback and now he's not going to get a year two. Definitely not a clean one. He's not going to come back better fresher, more in tune with this system. So now you're already game playing for next year with Guys who could want to leave, guys you might not be able to keep, Um, I I don't think they've drafted particularly well enough to feel like, well, this this team's coming along. You look at some of, like, championship teams, you look at them, you're like, wow, first-round pick, second-round pick, first-round pick, second-round pick, you know, third-round pick who became a pro bowler. Like, you, you find the guys, the teams are built, not bought. And the Patriots are kind of in a position right now where it's like they're trying to buy it. And I don't like that. You know, it was nice that they spent all that money in the offseason two years ago, you know, two seasons ago, um, but I, I really don't think it's going to pay off. So maybe they need to just completely suck this year. And you know what? I'm happy with uh, Bailey getting some experience. Let him be your backup next year to Mac Jones, and this team win so four games. So you're not games.
1: drafting a quarterback in the top ten? Because you're going to no. be in the top ten in picks.
0: Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You already have Mac Jones. I mean, I wouldn't wait. If you if you draft a quarterback, then now what are you doing? Did
1: Mac Jones play? Do we know that?
0: Yeah, but you have to bank on that. Are you, you're so you're ready. You're gonna give up on Mac Jones. If you
1: have a top ten pick and there's a more talented guy, sure, why not? You draft a quarterback. It's the most important position in <sighs> all of pro sports.
0: Yeah, but it's not. You're gonna have a top ten pick. It's not like you're gonna have okay, the number so one pick
1: saying, next year and the year after. Mac Jones sucks out loud, and then you're you know, you're five hundred and you're you get another guy in the middle of the round. Of I, I would that.
0: rather I would rather them spend their draft capital the next few years on the defense and dra- you, got,
1: you got your Mac Jones shirt on today or what? No, I don't. Oh, okay. No. Just checking.
0: No, I, I I'm not telling you that Mac Jones is the next coming of anything. I, I I think, you know, you're definitely now he's gonna be a bigger question mark after this year than he was last year. I mean, I don't think he was a question mark at all. At by the end of the year, people said, "All right, this kid's got something, and he's going to develop." Um, now you're not going to know, and it's not his fault. It's not like he's played poorly. You know, it's not like it's like he's stinking the joint up. He's just not going to have an opportunity. I think he's um,
1: played pretty poorly, but I also think that there's a good chance that Matt Patricia already ruined him. So yeah put it put put the blame where you want but i i mean even i said even yesterday i don't think they win the game with mac jones because of how he's played this year he has not been good he's been the bottom half of the league
0: uh no i think i think you maybe find a way to win that game only because there's going to be more they're going to be more aggressive passing the ball i think they win that game
1: throws it up and lets the green bay catch it
0: that's (laughs) That's true maybe uh in the comment section on this issue, uh, Colin says, "Woohoo! Last place for once. Here we come. Top ten pick." Uh, Nick says, "Zappy is the best QB to ever grace New England." Okay. Uh, Colin also says, "Not bad for a kid who looked lost in the preseason." I've been saying no more Brian Hoyer for the better part of a decade now, even when he wasn't on the Patriots. Um, hey, I mean it's remarkable that guy has made. He's made for what he's produced. He has done quite all right for himself. He has. Um so I think he's
1: good in a, in a locker room, especially in like a quarterback room. Sure. He he can mentor a guy that hasn't been here or wherever. I mean he's basically been a patriot for life at this point. He's sucked everywhere else, but he he at least can be in the room and help a guy out.
0: But on the field, I'm good. So so what do you do now? What if what if they start winning some games? They're gonna I'd imagine they're gonna win some games here because uh, no. of who they're playing. In the next few weeks. What happens when if if, if they find a way to be eight and three and Mac's coming back? It's not happening. Which which part? Mac coming back or them being eight and three?
1: Probably all of the above by the time they get there. They're gonna be one and eight and he's not coming back at all. Uh
0: I I they have a pretty favorable schedule coming up. I mean I think after yesterday. You know, I worried. Hey, you start one and three, the team's gonna lose focus. You know, they did show fight and and everything they're saying after the game. You know, not saying it's a moral victory, but I mean, I think and, and I w- I don't call it that, but I do think the team at least is gonna is gonna fight.
1: They also they, they brought back Jamie Collins, so now their defense is elite
0: for the fourth uh, time. So they get the Lions next week. That's mm-hmm. uh, what I'm-, I'm picking on
1: that one.
0: <laughs> then you're at the Browns, uh,
1: suckier, and suckier.
0: then you have the Bears the bears and then you have the jets i could see this team winning off now they could also like find a way to blow those games but i mean odds are better that they could go you need to include those games they
1: found ways to blow you 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 Uh,
0: odds uh, odds are good i mean i think the patriots are probably going to be favored in all four of those games would you Uh, would you argue that
1: The way the Jets at least look like a formidable team that's not as bad as you, I think the Jets might be maybe a point in either direction. So
0: then you have the Colts in Week Nine, who I think are a dumpster fire, Uh, and then you got the bye week. So five five more weeks, they could conceivably win all five of those games. I think I think this team is not putrid. I think they're mediocre enough to win all five of these games. They could lose all five, but I definitely—you're going to tell me none of those games are winnable.
1: Uh, yeah, two of them are; the rest aren't.
0: Which two? Which two are winnable?
1: Uh, pick a two. I don't know. Pick any two. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're going to win maybe one of these games and and blow the rest of them.
0: And then you come off yeah. the bye and you host the Jets. In week eleven,
1: I don't know how you can look at the, how they've played so far and think they are. This is a decent team, and they're not a. They're, the The Patriots are in the same level right now as all these teams you're mentioning. They are there. You understand that, right?
0: Yes. No. I'm and and all I'm but saying is. <laughs> They have a chance to rattle off some wins. You're, we're getting away from the whole point of this. I'm saying I these are all winnable games. That
1: doesn't mean I'm going to win the lottery. The,
0: these are all winnable games. There's five. Ga- Let, let's just let's pretend, Christian. I know. You, I mean, we really have to pretend, and I know this can be difficult for you. Let's use a little imagination here. Let's have some positive imagination. The okay. Patriots go on a five-game win streak.
1: Okay. we're not doing this like otherworldly stuff, though. We can be realistic and say three and two. I'm,
0: no, that's not the that's not they the scenario. Not I'm setting I'm now. setting up the scenario here. They win all five they win all five of those games. Uh and let let's go for it. Let's say it's six. They they win six in a row. They are seven and two coming into week twelve at Minnesota. Hey, Mac Jones is healthy and available. Who do you play? Jones or Zappy?
1: Uh Jones, yeah.
0: So even if even if Zappy wins six games in a row. Well, I don't think it's Zappy is going to
1: win twelve in a row. I think the Patriots defense is probably going to carry their the most of the play. Okay. Well, I think I think uh uh Stevenson and and Harris can probably win you a few games.
0: Okay. So you, you just don't even want to play the game. See, you asked me if I had my Mac Jones t shirt on. I think you got the Mac Jones t shirt on. I I'm trying to get at the point here. Is there anything Bailey Zappy could do that would get you to say like you were just wondering, is Mac the guy? How well would Zappy have to play for you to say, you know what? I, I don't know if I want to see Mac set foot on the field again this year.
1: Uh, I would say five and zero is pretty good, but I want him to go zero five so they get another draft pick. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what and, I'm. In draft who? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not a college college football nerd, but. Uh...
0: Bryce Johnson, go get another Alabama QB. Tell
1: me what quarterback is good this year. I don't know. Let's just just say they go five and zero. Let's play. You want to be imaginative, and then they play the Vikings, the Bills, the Cardinals, Vegas, Cincinnati, Miami, and Buffalo.
0: Oh, they're gonna lose all of those. Yeah.
1: So there you go. (laughs) So Zappy's gonna go five and five. Great. (laughs) What? What? What a winner!
0: But I mean, it does beg the question: Like, what would you what would you do if, in that, again, highly unlikely, but I think plausible scenario, they get to that point? You know, uh, I, I don't think Mac Jones has done anything to earn. Hey, just you're healthy. No, put him back out I, there.
1: Bill, Bill would play Mac Jones. I think.
0: I think more likely than not, they they sh- if if Zappy's starting to play well and Mac doesn't opt for surgery, he just wants to rehab on his own. If they feel like Zappy's playing well, they'll just shut Mac down. Don't even subject him well, to yeah, the controversy. That is
1: more likely, I would say, yeah.
0: Yeah. They just say, oh, nope, IR. I mean, done what, for the year.
1: He's going to go out there and just get hurt again? like Exactly. No point, so.
0: Exactly. So I don't think we see – I I don't think we see Mac Jones again this year. I don't.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you have them going like 6-0 and in their next six games. So
0: but it, so, so flip, flip it around then the other way. They lose all these games. Why rush Mac Jones back out onto the field for a team that's, you know, one and eight, right? Get one and nine.
1: reps Or something. I don't know. Trade him. Who knows? Get him some trade value. <laughs> for when you draft the next guy. Constance,
0: maybe a sample size of over 100 yards in one game might be better to base any type of projection on Zappy. He's not wrong. No, not wrong. Five yards, 10 to 15. But but this is what we get to do. This is what we get to do here. We We get to play these games. It's the whole point. That's that's what this whole thing is about, Christian. Yeah, I know. I'm playing the game. I just
1: want them to lose so you get another <laughs> quarterback, and then you have more options.
0: <laughs> more options. God, what are we gonna be? The Utah Jazz just drafting nine point guards every year. I mean, I It'll think,
1: figure itself out. I think everybody has this. I'm not I'm not I'm not like fooling myself anymore. The the Patriots are in the bottom half of the league, and they are with the Bears, the Jets, the Lions oh my and more <laughs> so I'll, I'll i'll tell you what <laughs> they are <laughs> they are going nowhere fast
0: i agree i just want to have hope man um
1: i'll still watch every week cuz i like pain but outside of house, <laughs> i don't know
0: ah uh, all right let's get to hot and not it's time for hot
1: hot you want to talk about hot
0: Please stop doing
1: that. Doing what? Continue. Go ahead. And not. God, is he a moron. Oh my God. He doesn't shut up.
0: It's so stupid. Stupid decision. Dum dums. The naughtiest knot of the year. Oof. Tuck fest. Tuck sauce. On the 360 Sports Show. All right, Christian. Hot and not. The ups, the downs, the goods, the bads, pluses and minuses. What was hot for you uh, in the past two weeks?
1: Uh, well, I went with uh Bruins and Celtics are both opening up, so I went both of them. AJ Greer, uh, on the Bruins side looks pretty good in camp, 25, a little bit older, but has not played much NHL experience. But I like to see him make a I'm rooting for the young guys this year, and then uh Fiandu Uh, I really want him to make this say up. that, say that name again, Fiandu Cabangale. Okay, I think I got that right, I think I nailed that. Uh, I am, uh, I am rooting for him to make the Celtics team uh, because it's only one preseason game, but he was fun to watch, and he's athletic. More
0: athletic than Luke Cornett. So. <laughs> the murder Cornett. Um, I was going to... So, there was a lot of... I'll put it in perspective. We've just had this whole conversation about like the Patriots quarterbacks. One thing stands out about all of them is is that none of them resemble anything that the elite quarterbacks in the NFL could do. And I mean, so, I mean, and last night I was going to, there was some Aaron Rodgers throws from yesterday that I was just like, you know, did the guy have a great game? No. But when you need MVP level guys to step up, he made, there was one throw where he's moving to his right. And just like the third and 18, he converts. Like, it's just ridiculous uh, what that guy can do. And I was going to have like one of these throws yesterday from some of these top level quarterbacks. And then Pat Mahomes had the double spin move, just like alley-oop pass on the goal line. I'm like, that's it. And you know what? The New England Patriots don't have that. Not even close. (laughs) Not even close do they have a quarterback that can do anything that the elite quarterbacks need. The only guy who can't do that is Tom Brady. And guess what? They don't have anybody close to Tom Brady either. Tom Brady is a unicorn now. He's a one-of-a-kind guy who is just a pocket quarterback that has pocket mobility and can throw laser precision darts still at 45. Um, so I don't know. I know it's kind of more of a take than a hot thing, but like it was on display yesterday. You watch all the games. You see the like next wave of quarterbacks and the current elite quarterbacks and what they're capable of doing. It's so impressive. The England Patriots don't have that.
1: So, uh, yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. They have nothing even resembling uh, go down the line. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. I mean, there's so many good quarterbacks in the league right now. Even Zach Wilson was awesome yesterday. Uh, We get right down the Joe Burrow. There's so many top upper echelon quarterbacks. And then it's just like the Lions, the Patriots. And that's
0: about it. Yep. Uh, What is not for you, Christian? Uh,
1: I don't even remember what I was going to say. I'll have to think about it. You go first. I'll think about it.
0: Well, I got two. Uh, One, I want to have a, maybe a bit of a longer conversation. So uh, I went with the, uh, there's, there's one is the double doink <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the Ing the London game, which again, like talk about totally, I get a notification. Don't forget to set your fantasy light up. Yeah, I wouldn't Why? oh, nope. 9 a.m. game. Oh, great. Oh. Gosh. I was sleeping, so this stuff. Yeah. Out cold. Um.
1: <laughs> I mean, what's better than one doink, though? I mean you give him two. But here,
0: here you go. This is this is like the, the best angle. The nice slow motion. Let me get rid of this. The nice slow motion. Here it comes. Doink. doink. Ah, heart breaking heartbreaking so i mean this is a uh, will lutz for the saints had kicked like a 60 yarder to tie the game then the vikings go down and take the lead and then he t- is attempting a 61 yarder that double doinks off the bars and out Ugh, brutal absolutely brutal Amazing. so this is kind of like a hot knot but because we love the double doink but ugh, toughy um,
1: it's awesome. I don't, I don't think there's anything tough about it. It's great for entertainment. <laughs> I
0: yeah. wanted to play the the version that had like the sound, like the live version, but uh, I, I don't know the the microphone that they had on. They, I mean, CBS does it right usually. They've got the mic like must be right on the post, because um, it sounds like a cannon going off most London of the time. London doesn't
1: have the boom mics.
0: No. Uh, so uh, that was that. Uh, I think you know the other big one that I want to talk about. So I don't know if you want to just. Take it, and we'll have the discussion, or if you have uh, come up with another knot from the past two weeks.
1: Uh, I can always go with, like, Antonio Brown. <laughs> <Patricia>. <laughs> like, Antonio Brown had a hell of a weekend. I don't know if you saw any of this. Uh, he's flashing people at a pool, and then he's posting pictures of G- Giselle on Instagram. This guy needs help. I mean, <laughs> seriously. It's, it's not even so much a not as it is, like, it's a help me. I mean, Jesus. Like, this guy is... Help needed. Every week it's something, yeah. Uh, So I'll just go there. I mean, that's an easy one. (laughs) I'll take the easy way out this week.
0: You could just spin the wheel. (laughs) Christian's wheel of knots. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, on a weekly
1: basis, I could pick any number of three guys, Antonio Brown, Kyrie Irving, you name them.
0: I don't think Kyrie did anything this week. I don't think there's anything you could point to.
1: Well, he was in in the news again today from uh, Kareem, uh, was ripping him because of the Alex Jones stuff, and I, yeah.
0: just, never mind I spoke always, too soon
1: yeah it's always
0: something uh all right uh the big knot um, is this news that broke today with the US professional women's soccer league and this is wow um so I'm gonna read some of this this article um I think this is from The Wall Street Journal I believe I'm not sure um, report finds systemic abuse embedded in. US women's pro soccer. Culture. U.S. Soccer's independent investigation says players' misconduct allegations against coaches were repeatedly ignored in the National Women's Soccer League. The report concludes that such abuse was at times seen as normal behavior because of practices that are entrenched in the game throughout the sport, starting at the youth level. Nice. Damn. Yeah. Terrible. This is, I mean, and and it goes on. I mean, this is just like an article, but, I mean, instances of coaches who moved up the ranks with no care about allegations against them and nobody listening. Starting at the youth level, are you kidding me? Gross. And just, man, for for two reasons. One, the sport of soccer, which has been gaining a foothold in the United States but then secondly, for it to be, you know, a, a women's sport and we're, we're trying to push towards this, this space of equality uh, and, and equity and to and to have a report like this come out is just, whoa. I mean, it's, I guess it's good that it's being exposed if this is something that, as they put it, uh, goes to the core. Let's, where is it? Where's this line from the official? Abuse. And women's soccer is rooted in deeper culture beginning in youth leagues. Abusive coaches moved from team to team, laundered by press releases thanking them for their service, and positive references from teams that minimized or even concealed misconduct. Those at uh, the National Women's Soccer League and USSF in a position to correct the record stayed silent. And no one at the teams, the league, or the federation demanded better of coaches. That ain't going to help you grow the game. No, sir. And guess what? Something like this, you think this is like, oh, well, that's happening there. A report like this, you don't think that's going to like reverberate through. And now all of a sudden, you know, somebody's going to like think about, well, who does my kid play? Who's coaching my kids? Right. And it'll shine a light and hopefully catch things. But at the same time that that this is terrible, just terrible. I mean, what did we
1: talk about like a week ago or two weeks ago? Now I guess uh, Sarver, same like not the same thing, but misogyny, and racism, and it, he's out his owner now. It's just like the beat goes on. We hear about this stuff more and more, uh, and especially it's even more gross because uh, of the cover-ups here, yeah, at all levels. I mean, it's just it's it's stupidity beyond belief.
0: So that is uh, <laughs> there's going to be more on that. I mean, this just broke today uh at two o'clock so um there's gonna be way more to come out about this other than just this yep. uh, initial initial report um and it's got a lot of information in it too um but yikes so really bad um we already talked about the Tua a situation um <laughs> speaking of abusive relationships Let's talk about the thing that happened literally an hour after we signed off the air last, which was Ime Odoka, no longer the coach of the Boston Celtics, kind of, suspended a year for what we know now. This is what we know now. An inappropriate relationship with a female staff person employee of the Boston Celtics. What it would seem is that it started as a consensual relationship at some point, which in all these situations, that's all well and good, but there's a power dynamic and discrepancy there. So it's inappropriate and it's, it's, you can say it's consensual, but in the eyes of most uh, legal experts is not, um, because of that power dynamic, um, it started consensual, nobody knows the details really of at what point this thing. And it's bared out by the fact that the Celtics wanted to have an investigation and, and then acted so harshly is that something happened here where it went beyond, Hey, you guys got to cut it out. You know, we're not, you know, and and we keep this quiet and it stays in house. Something much larger and worse happened that also players who initially came out in support of EMA pulled back real quick. Yeah. Uh, so the Celtics had a law firm conduct like a two-month investigation, and what they do is on their own. Now, who knows if this is just to like keep the league out of it, though I think the league may end up wanting to take their own look anyways when it seems so crazy. Um, they suspend him for a year. He's still technically the head coach of the Boston Celtics. I personally don't think he's ever going to coach again for the Boston Celtics. I think before we get to Christmas, he's going to be bought out, negotiated, release. They're going to figure something out. He has coached his last game as a Boston Celtic in Game 6 of the NBA Finals. Crazy. For a team that has championship aspirations and seem to have found the guy to get that team over the top. This happens. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Um, Celtics are doing the right thing here, I think, in my opinion. But it's insane.
1: It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think they were put in a position. I mean, we don't know anything. I mean, it, the re, the initial reports were just like so vague and everybody took the bait on those. Stephen A embarrassing uh, a number of people. Matt Barnes, who later obviously rectified that. But uh, the initial reporting was just not very good and everybody took the bait. Nobody really knows. Uh, apparently, if you guys do now, but it's not being leaked like a lot of other things are so it obviously wasn't good there's i'm guessing they're they probably were facing some type of lawsuit in house that's why they went through all these troubles here but who knows i mean no nobody really knows but from a basketball standpoint even the players are confused we saw a media day i don't know if you saw any of that but it's just like nobody knows what the hell is going on so if they don't bring him back it's got to be a little bit uh, there's got to be some message to the players, which I'm sure they're having now. I hope, um,
0: yeah, I think that has to have already kind of happened, right? I mean, I would think so, but Media Day didn't,
1: <laughs> they sent all these guys out there with no information on Media Day, so uh, who knows? And I don't know how much they can legally say based on everything Brad Stevens and and uh and Wick said at their press conference about the whole ordeal, so who knows? But I think from a basketball standpoint, they, they'll be okay in the short term at least. Um I think they're talented enough the the coach they got it, it seems like the players like the guy so that's always important. And um I mean I, I don't know where to go from here. I mean they I, I would assume I agree with you. I would assume he's done here and he'll probably get another job somewhere else. But uh Brooklyn we don't Nets. know anything at this yeah. We don't know any, anything at this point. So they're going to wait till after the year, but I I would probably agree and be on your side here where I think he's pretty much done with Boston.
0: Yeah, I just don't see how he comes back. How, how can you justify what he did rises to the level of basically firing the guy, but they're not firing him, I think only because they don't want to pay him. And they don't want to let him just jet off before the season starts and go join another team. Yeah. Um. So I think it's kind of one of these like, yes does it look bad that we're basically saying this is really horrible and he's a bad guy and we were all duped and but we're not going to fire him yet. I, I think that that's just a play because they want to try and do what's best for the organization. Like from a business standpoint, um, they're going to try and get some money back. Um, Ime's not falling on his sword and he said that, you know, you're going to have to fire me. Um, uh-huh. and so I think that's going to play out and honestly, if I was them just fire him, like who cares if he's going to go run to a team, he's going to go run to a team. Um, I I think that you just get it, get it in the past because right now it's present as long as he is still technically yeah. the coach. It is present every single day for the players, for the current coaches and you know, the team as a whole trying to operate and achieve their goal. Mm-hmm. Why wait until like January, maybe the team's doing well and then you're going to be like, well, Emay's fired. Yeah, I agree. Why keep it in the news? Just be done with it. Um, I, I do think it will happen sooner rather than later. I don't think they're going to want to let this drag out. Because, you know, you can say once the game starts it's a story. But it, it'll it'll be a story. What if they struggle? Do you guys miss Eme? Do you need Ema back? Joe, do you think that you're ready to be a head coach? Da, 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 you know, the Celtics, you know, they'll get, you know uh, Brad Stevens will get questions on the radio when he's on with Touch and Rich. You know, what's going on with Eme? When's Emay going to come back? It seems like this team really needs Emay. You just fire the guy, it's over and done. Gone. Can move on. Focus on the people that are in the building.
1: Yeah, maybe they're just figuring stuff out in house before they do that. I mean, maybe by Christmas, who knows the situation. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I think the feeling, Christmas
0: the latest. I'd I'd be stunned if it drags on throughout the year.
1: I have a feeling he's probably gonna resign or that's gonna be they're parting ways or mutually or something. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. I, I don't and, think they're just gonna outright.
0: And and I'd be stunned if he comes back just because the message you've sent with how strong like Brad Stevens was like in tears. One, I think because he feels, you know, it, it took it personal. One, because it's like this is a guy that you guys like handpicked and you saw the results and then he goes and does this to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think he was in, And then more on top the of
0: that, the fallout from all of it, That's which is just like with the female employees at the team, some of whom I know, and it's like it was ugly, bad and ugly what they were having to be subjected to now the team's kind of at fault for some of that by not acting quickly to dispel the speculation um but it it is what it is they did dispel it and you know stevens was distraught i i don't think i don't think you have that press conference i don't think you talk about the situation the way you do and then rationally bring that guy back after a year like a year suspension is not a slap on the wrist That is big time business. Um, I don't. I just. I just don't see emotionally how you could bring that guy back into the building. And what is is the other person still there? I mean, as far as we know, they were asked that. You know, Wick was asked, "Is there anybody else going to get fired because of this or suspended?" Nope. So you want to send the guy away for a year and then bring him back? And everybody's still there, and just kind of pretend it didn't happen. Mm, I don't know. Can't see that.
1: Can't see. Yeah, it. I don't see it happening either. I, I mean, that's what I said. I agree with you. I, I don't. You. Can't, it, it's hard to come back from a year suspension, especially when it's a situation like this. I just don't see how that. How that's gonna
0: work. Um, now you got a chance to. To you said you watched yesterday. I like wasn't even paying attention. Celtics played a preseason game. Um, looked pretty good. I mean, like you said, at the end of the day. Ime really just got them motivated to like unlock another level. If they can just carry that themselves now within them, it's not really going to matter who the coach is because they're going to have the talent.
1: So, yeah, I mean, look in the NBA, we all know what it is. It's a lot about talent. The majority of it is, I think, Ime was huge for Jason, Jalen, Smart, all these guys to get into their roles, figure out wh- what type of player they can be beyond. Uh, the ego style of, like, I'm an all-star, I'm this, I'm that. He kind of unlocked that next level, like you said. But it's about these guys. I would say Jason and Jalen primarily. It's about those two guys. Can they play together? I think they answered that last year. There, I think there's going to be some carryover effect, and I think it'll look a lot better, especially when you look at... Uh, I mean, health is a big issue, but Brogdon and... <laughs> That, that is my biggest concern is health on this team. Robert Williams, Brogdon, those guys. But if those guys are healthy, I mean, Brog, Brogdon already is making an impact. He had like seven assists or something yesterday. You can see the level of play from a guy like Brogdon as opposed to, I like Peyton Pritchard, but he's not as good as Mal- Malcolm Brogdon.
0: He's not That's a 25-minute-a-night guy. He's, yeah. He shouldn't be.
1: He, he's a he's a, I would say, a streaky shooter, which there's a place for that uh, for sure in, the, in in this league um and then they signed blake griffin obviously today so he can add something i think they're gonna need all hands on deck here without rob because one thing they did struggle with yesterday was mason plumley is massive and they got out rebounded on the offensive glass uh luckily their offense is just so good i mean they shot like 25 threes and made i mean they they made 25 threes or something crazy like that so yeah the one, the one difference, I mean, who knows how this is going to go. It's one preseason game. I'm not going to get all too geeked up about it. But, yeah, I, I think they'll have a better start this year based on what they unlocked last year. I don't think they're going to fall back all of a sudden and just have this, you know, complete and utter just disgraceful start. So I, I did like the pace of the offense. I'll say that. I don't know if that's Missoula or what. Uh but they played I mean played it with a ton of energy He wants We're to play fast. Watch. You know, he talked uh, about like did. the num-
0: number number of did. possessions they want to see per game. I mean that's <laughs> they they hit that. I mean they scored hundred and thirty yeah. something points and turned the ball over twenty five yeah. times. I mean that's that's playing fast. Um I loved what I heard. I did hear from after the game uh Brogdon speaking about, you know, being excited to be with the team and you know, knowing hey, JT and, and JB are going to carry us offensively. Everybody else just needs to play their role and, and, and do their part and we can win a championship. Like that's what the Celtics have needed is another guy, a veteran guy who can just be, you know, uh, playing that tune, which is let those guys be themselves and flourish. The rest of us, just do your part. That's going to be big time for that message to be coming from that. And it showed what nine assists, I think for Brockton. Yeah. So that's Ridiculous. that's that's going to be that production and then that message coming from a guy that you know should have some respect uh former rookie of the year uh is, is going to be huge. Well,
1: um, Brogdon is also ridiculously talented. I mean, you can see the level that he brings when he's out there. Yep. I mean, talk about six man. I mean, having a guy like that come off the bench and and maybe potentially start who knows uh is is just a huge ad. I I can't emphasize that enough. I mean, emphasize that enough. I mean, I think Derek White is a nice player, but Malcolm Brogdon brings you another level. It's just up another level.
0: Yeah. Well, it's this is what usually you see out of championship caliber teams. There's guys who could be starters on most teams, who are your role players. <laughs> so yeah, you sure. know that's that's that's. What right? I mean I think the Celtics should have
1: role player but a huge role and it, like I said I mean health is the biggest problem so yeah y- if they figure that out I think they're in good shape
0: Colin is with you he says give cab some minutes gonna be tough yeah. playing behind a monumental talent like the murder cornet though but you he doesn't supposedly
1: he doesn't like the murder cornet supposedly I heard Scal say this on the broadcast he likes the unicorn
0: stupid now nah, you're, you're, you're you're the cornet uh all right NFL picks Let's get to it. Week Starting five, of of night, huh? All ready. How did that happen? Nutty, nutty. Uh, I haven't put in our scores from last week, so next week we'll get the uh, the updated where we stand. Uh, I won't waste our time by doing that now, um, since we're we're coming down the stretch here. So let's let her rip with week everybody. Five.
1: Stinks anyway. Whatever.
0: <laughs> uh, Indy at Denver. Is the Thursday night game?
1: What a crap show this is going to be.
0: Indy at Denver. Hey, should be good. I mean, Las Vegas, talk about a team that needed to win. I thought Denver was going to win yesterday, and like, like, that would just get Josh McDaniels fired and back to New England as quick as possible. Uh, Indy at Denver, uh, they're not playing like particularly great, but I'm going to ride with Russell Wilson over Matt Ryan at this point.
1: Yeah, every time I pick Indy, they stink. So I'm gonna go Denver, and Indy will probably win. What is Indy's record right now? One and three, or oh oh two o two and one. <laughs> yeah, o oh, two and one. Yeah,
0: one two and one.
1: Yes, we've, one two. We've, and we've one. played four yes, weeks, Christian. Yeah, yeah, yes, one two and one. Now they had two bye weeks early on. They didn't bother showing up.
0: So. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, when you tie the the Texans. Get blown out by the Jaguars, somehow beat the Chiefs twenty to seventeen. Miracle. And and then you lose to the to the Titans. Well, so. we all
1: know week three was their Super Bowl, so we can move on from them. They're gonna put a banner up, I'm sure. Beat the beat the Chiefs week three. <laughs> yeah. Uh New York Giants at Green Bay. Uh
0: the this is yeah, moving on. Packers. Hmm. Oh no good. Oh. Is this gonna be the ye- the week? This may be the first time. The only other time you've picked the Jets, Christian, was when they were playing the Patriots in week know. seventeen. Whoa, 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 whoa. versus
1: Giants. Giants, sir. Giants. Oh
0: Giants. You said Jets. Giants. No, I didn't. I think you did. Roll the tape. I don't know why I would ring the Jets. I don't know. But oh man, the Giants versus the Packers? Oh, I'm still picking the Packers.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Packers. But this is also a London game. It's kind of weird. Wait, huh? it
0: is? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, ooh. Ugly. Who's the quarterback going to be though? Daniel Jones? <sighs> yeah, I'm or still Rutgers? I'm still going to stay with the Packers. These London games though, they get wacky. I don't know. That tra- the travel for the Packers is going to be. I mean, I guess it's only I don't
1: know. Another three hours or something though. Four hours.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna
1: pick the Packers. I think the Giants could upset them though. Based on I I was I was ready to say Packers blowout, but not at Lambeau. I don't know.
0: All right. Next pick.
1: Um. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Yeah, we can move on from this one quick. I think. Although Buffalo has come back down to earth the last couple weeks, but still Pittsburgh is uh, Pittsburgh ain't going to not do good. Los Angeles Chargers at the Browns.
0: Ooh, I mean Cleveland has played better than I thought. They're two and two. The Chargers are also two and two. I gotta roll with Herbert. I know it's in Cleveland, but I, I gotta roll with the chargers i think yeah i'm going chargers
1: brown stink uh chicago at minnesota
0: uh i'm gonna go chicago um minnesota has had some like i don't know their wins are weird um and chicago two and two Coming off that trip for Minnesota, coming back from London, I don't know. A little bit of hangover. I'm, I'm going to go with the Bears on the road.
1: I'm going to go Vikings. I I always regret my decision to go with the Vikings, though, because every time I pick them, I feel like they get blown out. So we'll see what happens. Uh Oh, here's a fun one. This is a fun pick of the week. Lions at Patriots. I'm letting you go first on this one. <laughs> you already know where I'm going on this one. So, Lions? All right. I'm going with... Are you going Lions or are you going Patriots?
0: I am picking the New England Patriots in this game.
1: The Detroit can score. I mean, they don't play any defense, but they can score.
0: I think the Patriots' defense is actually pretty good. I'm not saying they're, like, elite, but, like, I, I do think that they're going to be able... I mean, yes, is Aaron Rodgers got, like, the greatest weapons ever? No, but I thought they held their own for most of the day yesterday. I do not put Jared Goff in the same echelon as Aaron Rodgers. So.
1: I'm saying the Lions have scored like 30 points every week. They just give up 50. <laughs> and I don't know if the offense of the Patriots is that good. I'm going Detroit.
0: Let's see. Detroit scores 38-35, 36-27 win, 28-24 loss. 48-45, shootout with 45.
1: Did anybody stop anybody in the, the game yesterday? So do
0: you think the Patriots defense is better or worse than the Eagles?
1: Probably, probably uh, it's probably comparable, honestly. Okay.
0: Better or worse than the Commanders?
1: Definitely better.
0: Better or worse than the Vikings? Probably better better or worse than the Seahawks.
1: Definitely better.
0: So, I think I think they have a chance to hold them. Again, I'm not worried about their defense. So, so, so then so then if the Patriots put me, up 24 just, points yesterday, you know, you don't think that they can put up 20 something points?
1: Can you can you preface that by saying off their offense put up how many
0: points? <laughs> All right. Go ahead. To, so, same deal. You don't think the defense could can generate some offense against against golf you
1: just you just played this game let me let
0: me play this game too okay
1: The Patriots have scored seven points 17 points 26 and 24 and I think two of those games they had a defensive touchdown in each of them or at least got you into like the five-yard line in both of them I think they haven't scored above 20 points on offense
0: I think they are going to score enough points to win against as you mentioned a putrid defense and I think their defense can certainly hold the lions under 20 points. I think they're capable of holding them under 20 points. Is I it going to be an easy yeah. win? There's no easy wins for this Patriots team on the schedule. There are zero. Is is would, this a winnable game? Is the defense going to be able to help them win this game? 100%. This is going to be like a 24 to look, 10. Type I, of, type I would of game.
1: definitely pick the Patriots if Jones was playing. Cause I think he would probably bring them over the top. Um, I, I'm going to take, I'm going to look at one more thing on the lions. And that is their run defense. Because if their run defense is awful, then maybe forget about it. But Uh, 151 yards on 17 carries. Okay. That's not very good. (laughs) If the Patriots can just run 17 carries 96 yards, it's not looking good for the Lions right now. (laughs) 14 carries 28 yards. That's better. That's the one game they won. And then 13 carries 96 yards. Okay. Ooh, they might be able to just run the entire day and just win. Um, I think it's going to be a fun game uh, because Detroit doesn't play any defense. The Patriots don't play any offense. Uh, I'm going to move on and come back to it because I can't decide right now. (laughs) Seattle at New Orleans. Wait, wait, you can't pick this game right now. No, I can't. Yeah, I'm going to wait till the end. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you want to see how many other bad picks you make, and then circle back. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, what's I'll be next?
1: David Grace, Seattle at New Orleans.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go Seattle. I've actually been impressed that the, the the Seahawks are doing more than I thought they would do this year. Um, so, I, I New Orleans. I, it's just they're a middling middling team. So. They're both mid teams, but
1: I was gonna say you can't leave the Seahawks out of that one. But, but I will take know,
0: the coat I'll take the coach with the Seahawks.
1: I'll say Geno Smith has actually had a decent season. Call me crazy, but uh New Orleans is not very good either. I'll take Seattle too. Sean Payton was there. I'd say different story, but uh Miami
0: at New York J E T S Jets. Jets. Um I will pick the Jets. Uh I think Teddy Bridgewater expected to start. Um he he doesn't have it anymore. Um as you said the Jets have actually kind of started this year pretty good. Uh comparatively, uh Zach Wilson looks like he's ready to sling it around. Um I don't know. I, Miami's three and one, but like now, I think everything's just the script is just completely flipped on them. So I can't even look at past performance. You know, Tua was healthy. I, I, I'd be picking the Dolphins easy in this, but not now. And that's yeah. without thinking that highly of Tua. It was just more that he that there was some magic going on there, but not now.
1: I'll still take the Dolphins. Uh, I just can't pick the Jets yet. I got to see it. Now. I mean. I, I think Wilson looks so talented but he still throws picks like you can't believe just right to the other the other team but yeah I just I'm just not there with the Jets I can't do it I can't put myself to do it they kind of stink still uh Atlanta at Tampa Bay
0: uh Tom the Rick. the Falcons are going to have to bear the brunt of a struggling frustrated tampa bay offense now i say struggling they still put up 31 points last night yeah um but it obviously it it seems there's the gears aren't running smoothly and the falcons are just going to get punished for it but this is going to be one of those like absolute laugh job type of games i think so
1: probably yeah i i wouldn't bet on that but t- or i wouldn't bet against that tampa bay is uh yeah that's my pick easy
0: and, and also, their defense got like kind of skunked last night, like embarrassed. Like, they normally are not a team that would give up 41 points and kind of get really blown off the field. Um, they're going to want to bounce back and make a statement. Yeah. So, man, I'm going to
1: say, how often does Brady lose two in a row? Not very. Nope. Uh, Tennessee at Washington.
0: This is your crap game of the week. I will pick Washington only because they are at home. I have no other opinion of this game two terrible teams. Tennessee my opinion
1: Tennessee the commanders are just absolutely stink out loud. I can't bear to watch them uh, Tennessee. Uh, Houston at Jacksonville
0: hmm the Jacksonville Jaguars. Home team, once again. Uh, And and the Jaguars are playing well.
1: I was going to say, they've been pretty good. Another team with a quarterback, I wonder what that's like. Uh, Jacksonville.
0: Their defense has sneaky been good. They actually, no, no. The Bills have the fewest points allowed uh, in the AFC. The second best defense by points has been the Jaguars. Now, I mean, they've played, (laughs) let's see this. Commanders, Colts, Chargers, Eagles? You know, that's... bad. They uh, played
1: pretty well this season.
0: Uh, the, the Eagles aren't a bad team. And the Chargers, I don't think, are a bad team. They just huh. do what the Chargers do, which is like no-show in random spots. Bad. Um,
1: oh, I'm agreeing with you. I think the Jaguars have actually been pretty good this year.
0: Yeah. So are you taking them?
1: Oh, yeah, no, I'm taking Jaguars.
0: All righty.
1: Although I do like Davis Mills probably more than any Patriots quarterback right now. Uh, San Fran at Carolina.
0: This is gross, super gross. I mean, ugh. the Niners. Oh, the Niners are playing right now. They're beating the Rams seven to three, but I don't think the Rams are that amazing either. Ugh, God, I don't know. Ugly. I, I don't want to pick. Ugh. I don't. This is the game. I have no idea. If it was in San Fran, I'd probably lean San Fran. Play Monday night, then go to what? Is, what is Carolina done?
1: They stink. Carolina stinks. I mean,
0: Carolina's one and three. I'm picking the
1: Niners because I just, Carolina just blows. I mean, they flat out blow. They might be. I, I think they're cooked for a long time. Yeah, right? their
0: defense seems to be okay, Oof. but I mean, no offense. Yeah, yeah they, they're, I'm they're, gonna pick. I'm gonna pick San Fran. Yeah,
1: their defense runs around, but the the fans are booing them, and they 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 blow on especially in offense. I mean, Baker has not had a great year. I Matt
0: drools. Anyway, Dallas at the Rams. Uh, Was it like six and is Cooper Rush six and oh, something God, like that
1: might be. Yeah, he's he's a baller. He can play.
0: Uh, I'm going to pick Dallas. I mean, I, I don't I'm not particularly high on on the Rams. Uh, So, I mean, they're going to they they're losing right now to the Niners. 7-3. to three. Cowboys have... Uh, it's, it's been, I've been impressed with the fact that Cooper Rush has kept them afloat. So, I'm going to roll with the Cowboys. On the road.
1: I'm going Dallas as well. I actually think Dallas, once again this year, has a pretty good roster. I feel like they always do. Uh, and then they blow it. But we're in the regular season, so it doesn't matter yet. <laughs> Philly at... The Cardinals.
0: This is going to be one of those we're going to learn something about Philly. Like this is this is where we learn. Uh, if they're ready to actually like take a next step, uh, you win this game because I don't think the Cardinals are particularly good. Um, I think Kyler Murray is great in spurts, but I think the team as a whole just, just there's no consistency. Um, so you've got to go beat that team, but. We'll see. I'm going to pick Philly, but I don't necessarily have that much faith in it. But it's going to be tough for me to argue against a team that I I think is pretty, you know, Jekyll and Hyde and a team that's 4-0. Yeah,
1: this will be the Eagles' first loss of the season. I'm going cards.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Call of Duty hasn't come out yet, so Kyler Murray's going to be on his A game.
1: Yeah, I mean, we still out, like, till November, until... They crash and burn, so they still got to be in it until then. Um, And he's got to be studying this playbook, so. Where are we here? All right, Sunday night, Cincinnati at Baltimore.
0: Man, what do you think about John Harbaugh's decision yesterday to not kick a field goal and take the lead?
1: Oh, damn it, that was my not too, John Harbaugh. He's a freaking tool, this guy. yelling at his players all the time and uh yeah I can't stand him they blow every game and then he's yelling at his players like he's yeah, he,
0: he's- I, I think you know there's times where like you get aggressive when you are in a tie game yeah maybe you think your defense you know can't stop the other team but it's like get the lead <laughs> what are you doing you, you take the points there to go ahead in the game so that you can win the game. Um, stupid decision. And then you compound it by not running with Lamar Jackson on the two-yard line. So, eh. Don't like it. Uh, but I don't like the Bengals either. So, Baltimore it is. Uh, I'm going to pick Cincy. I think the Ravens... I have this
1: thing about them where they just like to l- let off the gas and blow these games the last like few weeks. They got Oh the, yeah, the blown running.
0: the blown leads has been
1: scary. Should've beaten Buffalo yesterday. Uh Harbaugh's yelling at Marcus Peters. He's yelling back. It's just a cluster F on the bench. And John Harbaugh's a tool, so I'm gonna go Cincinnati. All right. Monday night, Vegas at Kansas City.
0: Uh, this should be a marquee game, but I, I I just think the Chiefs are still on another level. You watch Pat Mahomes last night; he is ridiculous. Uh, and, and they they last night the Chiefs were back to like it's like the watching the Golden State Warriors play like they're just fooling around out there. You yeah. got the tight end coming in motion, then coming under the center and taking. I mean that's that is just we're goofing off here. Like, hey, co- co- coach, let's call that, that trick play. Let's do it. Like, that. the Chiefs kind of had that. Now, I'll, I will say I'm concerned about Travis Kelsey. He seems already early on in the season kind of be wearing down, which is not a good sign for them long term. Because if he goes down, now a lot of pressure is put on Mahomes uh, to make things work with lesser guys. Uh, and, and that could have an impact on them long term. But... Uh, for now, in this game, I mean, Vegas is, you know, they, they just finally got to win. um, And now you're going to play the Chiefs. I, In KC. So, uh, I, I think KC rolls this game. It'll be great if it's a good game. You know, I, I think the Raiders have the talent. I just, I don't know if it's there yet. Unfortunately, another poor start for Josh. Um, if they win this game, it could do a lot for them, but I don't see it happening. I'll tell you what, if you give Patrick Mahomes to Vegas, they're probably winning the Super Bowl, but
1: Uh, Derek Carr is not that guy. 20-0. He is not that guy. Uh, Kansas City, I can't pick against Kansas City.
0: Yep. All right, that'll do it. Uh, Just to kind of cycle back through, we did have some comments uh, on some other things. Uh, Colin did say that Green Bay's offense was definitely having an off game in addition to the Patriots having a decent game on defense. Uh, He's also sure Rodgers will find a way to get plenty of sleep on that plane trip. Yes, maybe some... uh, Herbal assistance. Um, And Pete and Gansett does say uh, he agrees with us that the Celtics should just rip off the band-aid and let the healing start. Oh, I gotta
1: pick Patriots
0: Lions, too. uh, I mean, I already wrote it in, so go ahead. Lions. For real? Yep, Lions. For real? Yes. Don't, you can't fool me now. It's D-E-T. Done. Booked. Final. Detroit. All right,
1: I'm confident. That's my team now. <laughs> now I think the Lions will win this game, though. I just don't. I, why? I don't know. Tell me why. I, I I think that they obviously put up points, and I think the defense can't hold them. But I still don't. I have not seen the Patriots get into the 20s on offense. I think the only way they do is probably running the ball.
0: I think the way they do is by playing the Detroit Lions. <laughs> so
1: I mean, maybe, but everybody else is scoring in the you know 40s. Patriots can't do that. They've proven that. They haven't scored in the twenties yet on offense.
0: Alright. We'll see. We I always can't wait,
1: I can't wait till they score like twenty-one points on defense and you come and say, look at the offense. It was great. Oh. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'd say No, uh, no, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. This Sunday. We'll we'll see. I can't wait.
0: The team will score more team, yeah. than twenty-four points. Book it.
1: Wow! Congratulations, your offense still stinks. <laughs> now it, you're only it, doing,
0: and it will be enough to get the win.
1: Okay, we're so find out.
0: We we will find out. All right, anywho, that has been the show. Let me uh, just th-
1: say this real quick: <laughs> the Patriots should win. They're they are not as bad as
0: the Lions. No, 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 Patriots no, 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 no! Don't 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 backtrack yeah. now. I thought you were all in. I'm you thinking, believe. I'm,
1: Oh, I'm picking the Lions to win the game. But I'm just saying, if the Patriots are not in the bottom of the league, they should win this game. Their talent is so far better than the Lions. It's not even funny. I just don't think their coaching is good. I think I'd take Dan Campbell over Matt Patricia. Now that's a hot take. Yeah, there you go.
0: I'll tell you what. Matt Patricia ain't doing push-ups.
1: Yeah, no, he's not. I'm not sure he's doing much I don't know like he that was he's not doing
0: push-ups yeah (laughs) Uh, alright before Christian decides to change his pick uh, that is the show Uh, thank you for those who tuned in through the live streams we are live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and Twitch if you can't catch us live catch us as a podcast through Sounder FM or wherever you get your podcasts from for Christian Lauber I'm Andrew Pizzelli. Have a good night, everyone.
1: See ya.